Okay. I must know, what are some challenges you think that actors today have to deal with that actors of the past never had to deal with? I think that today there's an oversaturated market of being actors, of mm -hmm. actors. Mm -hmm. I know you've always said that, talked about this before. There seems to be a lot of actors now. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because we're in Los Angeles, but even, in, even when I was living in Chicago, everyone was an actor. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and, and it just feels like the market is very oversaturated. And, but you know, that's just a different challenge. Even now, how they say, oh, create your own opportunities. Well, everyone's creating their own opportunities. Everyone's creating their own content. So even within that realm, it's also very oversaturated as well. So I think the biggest challenge that actors face today is that there's so much competition. Everyone's vying. There could be a thousand people submitting for one role, mm -hmm. you know? There's rumors that the role for Finn in Star Wars Force Awakens, that Disney auditioned over 2,000 actors for that role. Yeah. For that one role of different races, demographics, everything. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, only one actor got it. Yeah. And while back then, as far as auditioning for roles, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people auditioning for roles and everything, but not like, I don't, I don't think there's 2,000 people Mm -hmm. auditioning for one role, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or, or thousands of people auditioning for one role. And it's just, I think that the big challenge is that now it's just oversaturated. Mm -hmm. And now it's, how do you stand out? Mm -hmm. Not just in the United States, but now in the world as well. Now you see the rise of British actors. They're becoming way more prevalent because they can do American accents. They're more classically trained. And in the eyes of Hollywood, they're seen as better actors. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So now you're facing that. Even though they've always been there, mm -hmm. now it's more than ever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the person from Stranger Things. What's her name? Millie Bobby Brown? Mm -hmm. She's from Spain. Oh, was she? Yeah, she's, she's, not, yeah, she's from Spain. She's from Spain? She speaks Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she speaks Spanish. I believe so. I could be wrong, but okay. she's from Spain. You look at, you know who Dark A. Montgomery is? Probably not. He, he was also on Stranger Things. He was like the bully in season two or whatever. Okay. He's Australian. Right. Yeah. The dude from Snowfall. He's from Britain. He's from Britain. He's from Britain. Right. You know? So I, I think there's more global competition is the best way to put it. Because with the, with the rise of self-tapes, mm -hmm. with the rise of other, other cultures, mm -hmm. us watching other cultures in the form of movies like mm -hmm. Parasite and everything, with that rising competition has gotten way more and more fierce. Mm -hmm. And with the rise of the United States becoming an entertainment capital, mm -hmm. the mecca capital of the world is made more people want to become actors, mm -hmm. you know? But what, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I completely agree with everything you said. Um, yeah, first and foremost, you know, the barrier of entry, I say this, say this quite a bit, the barrier of entry to become an actor or to, to be in I call them Instagram bio actors. The barrier of entry is is non-existent. Anyone can claim the title of really any profession now, though there's a vast difference between claiming it and being that, right? Um, and being like successful in it. And being massively successful in massively it. Massively successful. Know, even I, moderate success, I feel like, is also very, very hard as well. Even moderate success is, right? So I was watching this um, talk. Hollywood Reporter has a great has great interviews on actors. It's kind of my secret to 
really diving into things. And one of them was with um, <clears throat> several actors. They had, um, uh, remind me of the gentleman who plays Loki, his name. Oh, um, Tom Hedleston. Tom Hedleston was part of the table, and probably three other actors were part of the table. But the, the two at the head of the table were Samuel L. Jackson and, and my guy, Michael Keaton, were the two guys at the head of the table. And even amongst those actors, all of them veered their direction and their, their attention to Michael Keaton and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson said, hey, he's like, Michael, I, I watched you long before I even got into it. He's like, so how'd you do this movie? How'd you do this role? And Samuel L. Jackson was interviewing Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's just sitting there like, you know, it's different here, it's different then. And even then, you kind of sense the tears of being amongst it and being in the industry, too. <clears throat> And the tears are based off of this one word that everyone hears so much, but very few grasp it. The tears are based on the consistency. The tears are based on a body of work. The tears are based off of versatility. Uh, you know, one guy at the table was very proud of his role of being this set character. And that guy's very proud of this role of being known as this set character. But when the direction shifted to Michael Keaton and Samuel L. Jackson, they were being stared at by these other actors throughout the interview because they were known for breaking molds. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Keaton, easy, Michael Keaton could have easily just been Batman his whole career, but a lot of his power came from saying no to a lot of these. A lot of power came from saying no to good things because, like I say quite often, guys, good distracts you from great. Uh, good is a, a good distraction from great. I mean, the dude was my bad. The dude was Beetlejuice, right? And the dude was Batman, right? You can't get more different than any of those two characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and my, and my, I think my mom was talking about something about like, uh, is that him from Herbie or whatever? I'm like Herbie, what is Herbie? It's like something about like, this car. Oh, uh, Herbie fully loaded. Yeah, the car yeah. that's like floating and stuff like that. I forgot he was the lead in that. He what, dude? Exactly, exactly. And um, there's, no, there's no one called like Sick and something. Yeah, he's going to kill me for that. But anyways, there's another film that we used to watch in health class that they would, they would use to tell us about uh, how to break it, like breaking addiction. It's called, um, it's basically about him breaking it in aggressive addiction. I didn't realize that was him. They're showing us a health class, you know, across the nation about like how to, um, some of the results of being addicted to something, how it's hard, you have withdrawals. Yeah. I realized they're showing this Michael Keaton the whole time, young Michael Keaton in this film. And, um, you know, when I, when I talk to him, he's, Mike, he's Michael, and, you know, to talk to him, but at the same time, you know, you step back a bit, you're like, oh, I see why the actors are all staring that direction towards him and Samuel L. Jackson because they're this, this, this recipe called consistency. And that's the biggest message here, right? Is the barrier of entry is 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 almost is non-existent now. We all can get a profile on an acting website. We all can get headshots, but it's really what happens after the headshots that makes a difference on who's who, who's doing this for a living and who's not, right? And and there's a difference from who's doing it for a living and who's who's a hobbyist and, and and who's a hobbyist. And then it's also the difference between who's doing it for a living and who's it's their life's work. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where you get to the Samuel Jackson and the key is it's their life's work. The rest of the guys at the table are doing it for a living. Maybe they want to get to that point, you know, aspirations or something that's personal. And then um, there's a lot of hobbyists. There's a lot of, a lot of people who need fast food success. 
I'm a very big, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big reader, but I wasn't always. And what, the reason I started reading was not because I wanted to learn more. So I want to teach myself delayed gratification. I want to teach myself how to, um, yeah, delayed gratification because the most rewarding things in life come from exactly that. And there's nothing fun. It's really mundane reading, but it, it becomes, you become, you know, more and more, you enjoy it a little bit more and more. Same with, um, you know, uh, I can claim it now or I can claim it later, but I'm also bilingual. Uh, due to a lot of time I spent speaking another language. Uh, part of it's due to my family dynamic, um, but part of it is because a lot of it, but I still had to make the decision to seek it out. So, yeah, delayed gratification, a lot of people don't have it. And that's, and that's the only thing that really combats this oversaturated industry. What's your thoughts about that? No, I, um, I agree with everything you said. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that Another big challenge that actors, actors face today is that, you know, you're told that get your headshots, put together a great reel, have a solid resume, and you'll be able to book an agent or find or you know find representation. When in reality, it's not that it's not that simple. You know what I mean? It's really not that simple. And I remember you were telling me this over and over again. It's like Josh, they. Your reel doesn't matter unless it's from like credited projects. He's like, they're not going to open your reel unless it's from a project that has some significance to it. Yeah, and I was like, man, Chad, it'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe that, yada, yada, yada. And then I started to realize, oh, wow, he's actually, now that I think about it, now that I've, now that I've talked to these agents and talked to these managers, unless they look at your resume and see that you are like shameless mm, or whatever project, or whatever yeah. project they're not going to be really looking at you unless you unless you know someone that knows somebody or unless you're a friend of a friend you know what i mean but yeah that's also another thing so what i realized about so far i had a great conversation with a mentor of mine two days ago right and he told me he said josh the thing about this industry is that there is no rules there's no rules on how to break in there's right. no there's no set path there's no do this, do this, do this. Right. You honestly have to make your own way. If you want to be like, like, you can go the route of just focusing on acting and auditioning, 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 and, or you can go the route of creating your own opportunities, mm -hmm. or you can do both at the same time. But he says there's no right path. Mm -hmm. You know how in sports, mm -hmm. you, if, if, you, if you throw, if you are a sophomore in high school, mm -hmm. and if your fastball even touches 90, Mm -hmm. if, if you're a sophomore in high school and if you're throwing a fastball at 100 miles per hour, mm -hmm. actually scratch that, even at 90 miles per hour, mm -hmm. you're making the big leagues. Mm -hmm. You're at least going to get drafted and you're going to get a shot. Right. You know what I mean? Because you have mechanics, you have something that a lot of kids your age don't. So just right. imagine 10 years down the line how hard you're going to be throwing more control. Right. With sports, there's always a set path. If you're good at your sport, if you're one of the best, you're going to at least get drafted and get a shot. Right. With acting, you can be the best actor and you and you won't. And there's a possibility that you won't ever get a shot. Because, and the reason I say that is because with acting, there's no, with sports, there's a set path. Right. But with acting, there is no set path. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I come from, I played sports in high school. I play a lot of sports and I always equate it like, what do I need to do? Like, oh, I just need to get headshots, real resume, and I, I find an agent, I'll start getting auditions, mm -hmm. I'll get cast, I'll be solid. 
sports. Work on my swing. I'll get better at hitting the baseball. Yeah. Work, work on throwing. I can throw the baseball harder. Yada, yada, yada. I'll get better. Then I can eventually, if I work hard enough, and if I have talent, I'll be able to at least get drafted. But with that way, yes, that is a set path. But with acting, it's not. It's, there's no set path. You know what I mean? Right. It's not, it's, not, it's, not really set, it's not a set infrastructure. Yeah, that's a better way of, set, that's yeah. a way of putting it. Yeah, it's not a set infrastructure. Yeah, you know, I actually have... And it's interesting people say that. People use the sports analogy a lot. I've used it before. For me, I see film just the same as I see sports. Uh, for me, where I currently... Uh, the wall, you know, the ladder I'm currently trying to climb. I'm not trying to climb really anything, honestly. I do see... Um, I do see an equation of reward. I do see a path of reward. I do see, to me, it's it's a very clear line of what X, Y, Z needs to be done to be able to share your art on a greater scale. For artists, I'm going to drop a gem here. From my perspective, my limited perspective is it's it opposed to in sports. It comes down to you know dubs and L's. Comes down to winning. Comes down comes down to stats. Then comes down to wins. Did you get the, did you get the how many Super Bowls do you have? You know, is is Patrick Mahomes going to pass Brady or not? And passing yards or, or I know passing what you mean. Passing yards, all the stats. And it rains. Well, for me, I I brought it down to one thing. I brought it down to catalog, and catalog is what I describe as the artist's stats. And so, which is, you know, if, if they say when they say don't tell everything you know, this is everything I know. So you guys are welcome. <laughs> so I see that's catalog. And if you don't believe it, you can look at all these artists right now. I think Metro Boomin just sold his catalog for like seventy million to um, to uh, some publishing company or record company. But I see it all as catalog. What, what made what made Michael Keaton the the pinnacle of that table, uh, along with Samuel L. Jackson, is their catalog. It wasn't one film, right? Where other people played big roles, these guys played several, mm-hmm. and they played roles that weren't big, and they made them big. And so it comes down to catalog. And so your Super Bowl wins is basically the volume of work you put out there, uh, the volume of work you put with quality, you know, uh, some formulas, quality and uh, quantity is what you put out there will make all the difference for you. Um, and that's, that's, how I, that's how I see champion, you know, championships won for our field. If you have that, then it's just a matter of time. And you can always, and, 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 and for people's, in people's defense, what you're speaking of right now is there's no way, uh, there's no trajectory. That was, that was back maybe 20 years ago when you had to uh, kind of be a yes man to make it in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We had to get yeses. But today, since we do have the ability of production due to the cost has significantly, significantly dropped, the only price you're paying is commitment and discipline. And so if you pay that and do your, your due work on that, then it's just like any other artist. It comes down to catalog. And whether you, re, whether you reap the reward while you're alive or you're gone, you're going to reap the reward. It's similar to um, um, a Van Gogh. Yeah. You know, a lot of these painters back in the day who, who were celebrating the last days of their life when they were already gone. And sometimes that's the way it is for an artist. It comes down to catalog. If you don't have it, you probably won't make it. It's a black Hollywood. Yep. Mm-hmm.